Hey guys, couple notes to start. The first is that being that Jessica and I are both employed by news stations, uh, a disclaimer that the views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily represent the employers or anybody else but the people on the show of the podcast, blah, blah, blah. Um, and the other thing to note with that is uh, I think Jessica didn't want to curse on the show uh, because she's, yeah, David and I don't care, but I think we kept it pretty clean. So just a heads up if you've never listened to the show, you know, there's a parental advisory logo there for a reason. Uh, also to note, four people, one mic, not always an easy thing to make happen. Uh, I know Nas said all we need is one mic, technically accurate. However, having more than one would have been great. So, um, you know, people can be far away from the microphone. I try my best in editing. Um, I'm sure there will still be quite a few moments where you notice that the audio is uneven, but uh, just wanted to throw that out there so that you knew what to expect. Anyway, enjoy the show. Welcome back. Episode 70 of Underemployed. You're already surprised. I don't know why I said we were starting to record. Uh, if you know the history of Underemployed, every 10 episodes we want a guest. And we thought we would go extra hard for the 70th episode, so we brought two people along. Raiden Holtby! We want to... The hockey player, if you don't know. Uh, first person we want to introduce, sitting to my 1125. Your left. Yeah, that would be much easier to describe. Uh, she is... Currently reported in Baltimore, has been across the eastern United States, and actually part of the south, southern United States, we'll get there. Uh, eastern seaboard, I think, is a good way to cover well, all and, of this. But it also things. includes a little more inlet. We'll get to all this. But she is more importantly than that, she's my friend, and I've always wanted to have her on the show. Jessica Albert is here. And Jessica, this is your first podcast, right? Yes, and I'm terrified. Oh, don't be. It's I'm fine. absolutely terrified. Now, Jessica is terrified. Um, also by, again, she has said she doesn't think she would be good enough on a podcast. I think she's silly, but I said, okay, we'll make it easier. I wanted to have my good old friend back on the show. Uh, we've been friends for a long time. Uh, she is the ultimate platonic friend. Uh, PFJ! Former guest. Actually, we got, actually, we've got two PFJs here now that I think about it. Heck yeah. Yes. Um, so former guest, consistent contributor to the Undie Awards, Julie Sawitzki is here. Julie... First of all, thank you for letting us use your, our, your apartment for this recording. You're welcome. I'm yeah. honored to be here. Yeah. This is, well, I mean, it's, I guess it's, it's not, apartment. it's not technically Herndon, but it's, it's Herndon, basically. It's Herndon. It's, it's Herndon. You know, technically. You can see the rest inside from my window. Okay. Yeah. But it's Herndon. Uh, so Jessica, I wanted to get started with you because Julie had to go through the ringer when she was on the podcast. <laughs> the ringer is just asking of your origin story. Like, where were you born? Like, where'd you grow up? What was that part of your life like? So. Oh. Well, I'm from Northern Virginia, here, mm -hmm. Fairfax County, went to Chantilly High School with Julie, but I had really no idea who she yeah. was at the time. So that's, in, I've forgotten that. So you guys <laughs> technically were in the same class and didn't know it. Well, we were, the same I'm class, a grade but... ahead of her, Okay. but a year behind her brother, who was incredibly tall. So I knew who her brother <laughs> was because you could see him from anywhere, <laughs> you know, uh, but no, I'm a Northern Virginia, what is it? Born and raised? Yeah, home born and grown, homegrown and raised. Native. Yeah. Native. Yeah. No, you don't have to be funny. I'm just be, be funny. Don't, don't force it. <laughs> don't, don't force it. It'll be natural. Um, David can bring the humor. Yeah. So, oh, that's generous. So, saying that I bring anything. It's, it's usually the editing and the sound effects. So, <laughs> almost always. So, okay, so you grew up in Northern Virginia, and then did you always know that you wanted to be in TV reporting in that sense? So, no. I actually was uh, trying to talk loud. Um, so I was on the newspaper in high school. Okay. I didn't know I wanted to do that. My Whoa. sister did it. Were you? I also did the newspaper. I also yeah. did the newspaper and in high school. Did you really? Yes, okay, I did. It's where the cool people are. Yeah. All these cool people. Yeah. Um, you? Um, it's where you a certain collection of people were. I mean, <laughs> there were, the, was the journalism class at my high school was, yeah, we did the newspaper. We did the, the morning news. Really? Um, you yeah. Had, like. Like TV morning news. This is so. Advanced. I did not know this. So you, mm. you, you are in our line of work. You have was. Yeah, but still. Um, the OG. 
OG journal. I was gonna say, hop right back. You could hop right back into that line. Where it's it's basically the same as when you were in high school. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> same, exact same. Same editing quality. Yep, exactly. Same, same, same material. Budget. Yep. And I went to a private high school, so there was that. That's true. Actually, it was probably similar. So, what did you? Th- so, what changed? What made you want? What changed? Uh, so I did journalism in high school. I majored in it in college, and I mean. It was print that I was studying, yes. and it was incredibly boring, and I realized I wasn't really good at it compared to, like, everybody else that I was studying with. I randomly, on a whim, took a internship with, like, a television station, mm-hmm. which was Market 178, which yeah. you know is, like... Yeah. So, so for people who aren't in news, there's, like, about 224 TV markets, and they're, you know, ranked on size and everything. Parkersburg, for comparison was like 194 193 yeah. so what was your market then that you interned at harrisonburg okay got they only had one television was your was west virginia like that Did yep you have one a- but i think harrisonburg covers three affiliates right no oh yeah. like three channels yeah, yeah, like yeah. abc like, fox like, and cbs yes but like that. it's it's i forget exactly but like yeah parkersburg was the fox and nbc affiliate a lot of smaller markets have tv stations that overlap it's okay. Harrisonburg is just an oversized rest stop. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I went to James Madison. So yes. That was like JMU's city's yeah. station. Well, and then, yeah. what? so what was your experience with JMU like? Because we've told the story before about going down to JMU. <laughs> it's one of our best stories. I remember listening to that episode and hearing your story and just thinking these idiots like thought yeah. that they could park in an empty parking lot. Obviously, on At JMU on Halloween? Oh, no. It was, very stu- it was very stupid. Oh, we acknowledge it was dumb. <laughs> it was... Fully on that. One of our lowest moments of just being like, wow, this was poorly thought out. And oh, tremendously, tremendously. But it led to a great story of us getting our car back from a method. Absolutely. Bed. Yeah. So, and I, I, I've, I've been through that with other people getting their cars towed there. Like, yeah. it's extremely scary. This podcast is a judgment-free zone, but... That was 100% method. Yeah. To be fair, you can acknowledge the signs in a lot of those townhouse parking lots are very small, probably deliberately because they're like, we want to tow idiots. No, it's definitely predatory towing. Yeah. Money off of the college students. Yeah. But you enjoyed JMU at least? Yeah. No, I loved it there. I didn't really... See, I wasn't like a super ambitious kid, I feel like, so... I wasn't either. JMU was easy to go to. I mean, Julie and I went to George Mason, which is not the hardest scholastically to do. I disagree. Okay. (laughs) Certain programs. I mean, yeah. I mean, you also the ones, the ones that say, are fun. You, to did, account, you did accounting. That's yeah, just hard. Also an yeah, smart. you did math. That's a very you're smart. That's smart. You are smart, and that's hard work. So yes. All right. So you graduate JMU. I assume you graduated JMU. Yes. Yeah, yes, fair. I did. Yeah, didn't, didn't want to assume, but I assume you did. I wish I did. Did you rub James's head? <laughs> no, but I did get my picture next to him. It's really. Have you seen that statue? I don't yeah, think he's, I, he's I, like I, five three. Yeah, it's to scale. He's like the shortest little stumpy. Damn, he's, he's so a little. Like, and you're, I was gonna say you're like guy. you're like what five seven five eight. Five eight. Yeah. So it's an awkward guy. picture. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like for one of you guys, it'd be very awkward. Well, yeah, I uh, I applied to JMU twice, got rejected both times. No. I'm a white guy from Northern Virginia. You're really that surprised? I didn't want to say that because I just said it was really easy for me to go. So I'm a white guy from Northern Virginia. <laughs> white guy from Northern Virginia. Read the room, grade. Jessica. Mid-tier test scores. Yeah. I had nothing outstanding except the second time when I had an AmeriCorps experience on yeah. my resume. Loser! You're a loser! Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be because you are dirt. You make me sick, you big baby. Baby, want a bottle? So you graduate college and you're like, okay, this internship went well. Did you realize this might be the path I want to go to? Yeah, instantly. Because like growing up here, when you see the television stations, you're like, these people are next to movie stars. You yeah. Even like all the people on TV here. Are- it's true. DC kind of skews your perspective. Yeah. On, on local news. Yeah. D- yeah. DC's local news still makes national news. Correct. Yes. And yeah. like <laughs> Market 178. Harrisonburg, Virginia, you're with people who were just a couple years older than me, so mm-hmm. it made it, like, realistic, yeah. and I was like, oh, I can do this, this is a better, at least, I, like, I feel like print is dying out, Yes. TV yes. still has a few more years, at least, Exactly. can get me to retirement, let's hope. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and yeah, no, I, like, fell in love with it. Well, and the funny thing is, too, to that, to what you just said, by the end of my time in Parkersburg, I was... 29 and I was basically like the second or third oldest person in the newsroom yeah. left like because you know the low market there's a lot of turnover and a lot of newcomers yes. coming in so your first job was was that Mississippi was your oh, first job yes. all right so how did that happen uh well it's like really competitive especially to get the first job I sent yeah. out like a hundred resumes really and I heard back from like two people wow and that one was a some random station that doesn't even exist anymore in Gainesville, Florida, <laughs> and then Tupelo. Um, 
So I went there and I was there for about a year and a half. It's just very different coming yeah. from. I was gonna say, you, you you don't have to get into all the details if you want, but what was that like, just culturally? What Small was town stuff? It yeah. was very, it's the Bible Belt. Uh -huh. um, like, people would always ask me, like, if I had a church. Preach, brother. And I was like, this is a very personal question to yeah. ask somebody coming from, like, I would never walk up to anyone in Northern Virginia and ask them about their church. It's just yeah. not yeah. something that we do here. Um, my dad well, because there's the non-zero chance that they don't go to church. Yeah, they yeah. might right. go to church. And in the South, they're right. like, yeah. You just don't do that. My dad said that I need to liken it to someone asking me what my favorite bar is up here. Yeah. I was like, okay, that makes sense, but it's still weird. So you were there a year and a half. A year and a half. And... Were you already looking, I mean, were you, you can be honest, were you just looking to get out the door when you were there? Or was there like, are you just, you know, was it just play it by ear? It what was, was it like? looking to get out immediately, um, which was very frowned upon there, I remember, because, you know, a lot of people in small towns really take pride in where they're from. Mm -hmm. Sure. I can I can speak to that. <laughs> Parkersburg, there's a lot of yeah. pride in that area. Yeah. Um, so from there, I actually moved to North Carolina, which okay. was much better. Yes. Where in North Carolina? Jacksonville. Okay. It's where uh, Camp Lejeune. Camp Lejeune is. Yep. Yeah, I love it there. I still go back like once a year. A lot of uh, random crime and military stories. Yeah. So there, the two are the two are inescapably <laughs> linked. Yes. Yes. Uh, All of the car dealerships that sell you Dodge Chargers and Challengers. Yes. Uh, and lots of pickup trucks. Was oh, that yeah. where you, was that where you met Leland Pender? Yes, that's where I met Leland. Okay. Yes. Who yeah. works at my station now, and he is awesome. There's no chance he's listening to this, but he is. He's great. <laughs> zero, I, less than zero percent oh, chance he is listening to this, I but love he's awesome. Leland. Yeah, he is. He is the best. Um, so North Carolina, a much better experience. Yeah, I actually stayed there past my contract, like an extra six months. Really? I really liked it there. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I had friends there, like outside of work, yeah. which made a huge difference. You know, when yeah. all your friends are tied up in your job and you mm -hmm. are miserable at your job. Yeah. It's like yeah, Parkersburg terrible. ended up being tough Toxic. in that sense. Yeah. Um, but Richmond, I will say, is much nicer. I do. I mean, a lot of my friends are work friends, but we all get along. We all, a lot of us go out. I mean, as we're recording this, I'm already planning to, we have plans later tonight, so that'll be fun. And Too Mr. Popular. I know, social <laughs> butterfly. As I said earlier, it, I, I was saying to them before we started recording, uh, it's really nice working with a bunch of women in their early to mid twenties to remind myself of how old I am on a consistent basis. I bet. Yes. Yeah. And my, my, I said before on the show too, that uh, my coworker, Callista, who is 22 and uh, likes to remind me of that all the time. That I'm very old. The oldest dog is older than her, right? What was that? The last. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the yes. I'll remind. If you didn't listen to the Undie Awards, the oldest dog in the world died in October, and that dog was born a week before Callista was, <laughs> and that was really fucking weird to me because Callista and I are now peers. It's still weird. Um, so you go from North Carolina. And then is it Orlando? No. Okay. I've been everywhere. I was gonna say we have Johnny Cash. South Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina. Scranton. No, Scranton. Scranton. That's yes. right. Because I was I I, yes. I full disclosure. Wilkes Barre. They call it Scranton. What? The Electric City. Yes. Full disclosure. I was a, one of the stations I was applying to in this oh, last yeah. search was Scranton. Yes. Uh, they didn't quite get back to me. That's okay. I think it was. I, it's so not personal. Weird. Burn them to the ground. Yeah. I still I still hold a grudge, but it's okay. This uh, business is so crazy. It's so hard to get jobs, but well, you know. Well, and I want to ask you about that. As a producer, there are no producers left. So, like, we're always in need. As a reporter, there are still a lot of people on. So, you know, we'll jump all over the place. But what has that been like in terms of applying for jobs, looking for jobs, just the idea of having to get into being on TV and what that takes to get a job? It's a lot. It's a lot of, like, not... You have to have very thick skin and learn to True. not take things personally. I imagine so. Very yeah. subjective. Yeah. Like, so when I went from Scranton, or left Scranton, I went to Orlando. And I remember um, <laughs> I interviewed, I had phone interviews with two stations in the same market. Mm -hmm. And one of them wanted to offer me a job, like, right after the phone interview. And the other one was like, oh, we think she needs more time. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how subjective it is. Right. Two stations in the same market, like... I, you know. I, I will not name names, but another station interviewed someone who currently works at my station, and they told her that she wasn't mean enough to be a producer. Then the funniest part was they called her back a month later, interviewed her again, and then said, yeah, we still think you're not mean enough to be a producer. She's like, well, then why the hell did you call me back? I don't think... See, and I, I like... Like you said, a very weird subjective yeah, business. Yeah, I don't think you need to be mean in this business, because I don't think I'm mean. I just think... It's just, it's, for instance, for my friend, for, you don't 
don't need to be mean. Yeah. For my first job, the man who hired me told me that the only reason why he called me that day was because he was angry that all of his reporters weren't using lights in their interviews. <laughs> and I used a light on every single interview in my reel. And he was like, that stood out to me. I was like, I have to hire her. So someone will use a light. So it was just coincidence yes. that you submitted it that day where he was in a mood about it. You know, it. quality yeah. control helps. Exactly, yeah. I feel like it's... Like and that's like nerve wracking though. Yeah, you could do like I could wear pink and like someone's like, oh, I hate pink, and then they don't want to watch your demo tape. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, you you still (laughs) even being a veteran in this industry now, you are very familiar with the amount of viewer feedback that I'm sure comes off as trivial and nonsensical. Yeah. What's what have been some of your favorites over the years? I see. I don't usually get too too much. I mean, I get comments about my hair. Um, I'm trying to think of something recently. Baltimore loves me. That's awesome. I just get a lot of. Overly friendly people. Even oh, though you cool. haven't mastered the U's yet. The, uh, no, I don't think. Yeah, I how do you pronounce it. the word water? Is it, have you gotten it down yet? I or or iron urn? I, I can't do that. I really want it like the two. Do you say Han a lot now? No, that's that's Hamden. That's not I Baltimore. Sound like I'm like going to go down to the O's, Han. No, they do. They say they say Han. No, oh, they do say Han. That's like the hairspray thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if if I don't want to tell you how to do your job. But if you want to be better at your job, you might want to throw in a few haunts in your live shots. I should. Yeah. I should. Yeah. I uh, anchored and had to pretend to say it properly. <clears throat> My co-anchor was like, you're not doing it. <laughs> yeah. So. How do you like anchoring compared to reporting? I'm not a fan of the anchoring. Really? I honestly don't think I'm very good at it. But I... people ask me to do it. Yes. You like being on scene. Yeah. It's just, you can be more yourself. And you're, you, you, you write everything you're saying. That's and true. And you're anchoring someone else. Well, you know. It's... Yeah, I guess the difference too is, and again, I know we're getting into the weeds of what Mm. all this is, but a morning show, which is what I've worked on since I've been doing this, that allows you to be a little more yourself. You kind of can, like as a producer, you write more to the people, you kind of can get lighter stories, but anything beyond, I know you did morning shifts for a while at times and... It's just the hours for me. Oh, yeah, you no. have to get up at 2 a.m. I know, I know. Yeah. Everyone who's ever worked on a morning shift in Parkersburg or Richmond says the same thing. They like the show, they like the people, they like the environment. Hours suck. The hours suck because you have to get up early, you have to go to bed early. Yeah. But I actually love getting off at like noon. That's the best the feeling. Whole day. Yeah, there is something, even with my reverse schedule of like, oh, I'm done at 7 in the morning. There is something nice about that. Yeah. What time are you going into work? 11 p.m. now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah but he can walk to work. That's true. I, I It's a block and a half from my apartment. What's and, funny is that he's been doing this. This Like, I wouldn't have lasted. I would have gotten out of the business if I were you. Uh, well, I had a nice three months, <laughs> little three three months gap months in between the, last year. Uh, that helped. Um, like, are you tired right now? Oh, very. Yeah. I haven't been sleeping well well the last few weeks. Um, and somehow he doesn't drink coffee. Yeah, no, what? because I don't need, it's not a, it's just like, I've never needed caffeine because I have too much energy. In fact, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a little, it would be a little alarming. So I also, I'm not, a, I like tea, but I'm not a coffee guy. I don't like the taste that much. So I don't particularly like the, the taste either, but it is a means to an end. True. Yeah. Actually, the first time I ever got coffee, Julie was with you. I don't remember oh, where we went. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's right. When we went out to Pittsburgh. Was yep. it stuffed full of French fries? Yes. <laughs> We've also oh, like the from Annie's. Yes, yeah. I we have told the story, this. and I mean, we've that was like one of the very, very, very first episodes of Underemployed was uh, <laughs> that we went out to Pittsburgh. And do you remember what was going? I mean, we can cut this if you want, but do you remember what was going on that night? The amateur porn festival, porn festival. as well. Yes, in Pittsburgh. Yes, because yes. we were there. We were looking for something fun to do, and that was the first thing that came up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Jack, do you want to? Go to- and we considered it, and then we were ultimately we like, no. It. So it was like a theater. It was like a film festival, basically, for people to share their amateur porn. And we both were like briefly considering, and then we eventually went at the same time. And that has now turned into OnlyFans. <laughs> yes, <laughs> OnlyFans killed the amateur porn festival. It's a sad story. What? Yeah, no. But we ultimately more got- than eleven. We also. <laughs> That's actually our new freaking story. Yeah. I, do they do? I wonder if they cover that. I would. It's like novel. Well, well but that's yeah. also well. Okay, again, like how would we cover it? Because you have to be TV appropriate. So it'd be like, do you just you know. the whole screen? <laughs> A celebration of home movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We ultimately decided. No, I think we're good. We did the, like the library visit. We walked by the ballparks and stuff. Oh, the the, the 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 Tower of Knowledge or whatever. The, yeah, the, the whatever Pitt uh, self righteously yeah, calls its yeah. library. Then I told our friend Deanna that like scared. It's the Cathedral of Learning. It's cathedral scary. of Learning. It's yes. Like that big old 
thing. Yeah, it's I'm huge. Like, yeah, it's it's huge. Like a church. Yeah, it does look like a big like old a church. monument. It is. Yeah, it was weird. When Wasn't we... that where Pitt has basically all of their academic built? Like all of their pretty much yeah. is, is in that one building. Pretty much, yeah. No, that's weird. that's what it looks like. Um, Pittsburgh was fun though. I it mean, was fun. San- yeah. sanctimonious dickheads. <laughs> they just they've got a real beef with Pitt all of a sudden. You know what? I will say like that because I hate to say it. UVA's a good school. I know people from Charlottesville. Good city. Um, I think also sanctimonious dickheads. I think them calling their <laughs> campus grounds and calling oh, seniors no. fourth year fours or whatever fourth years fourth years is a little too much. You need to cutty. All right, so you go from Mississippi to North Carolina to your next stop that I've already forgotten. Scranton. Scranton. Thank you. Uh, Scranton Wilkes-Barre. Yeah. Scranton's really important because yeah. yeah I, what was Scranton like? It's nothing like the office. No, I imagine so. It wasn't very, it's not very diverse there. Okay. Um, So while the people are very nice, it's very different than here. It's central Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's a little cold town. Was it also, and it's an old town. And maybe this is and maybe this is simplifying, but as a woman of color, is it just you go from DC area to Mississippi to North Carolina, now you're in Scranton where it is a much. It's just a little too different. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, it's also cold. It's, like it's said, like, cold. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I got stuck on 81 for like an hour with my photographer because uh, a truck had jackknifed like right outside the station. Oof. We were like in a live truck. He was like, oh, the Packers are playing and we had to like watch the Packers <laughs> stuck on 81 in this like snowstorm. Um, hey, no. you got a minor league hockey team there, though. Yeah. No, okay, so the hockey was cool and so was they also have the scranton Wilkesbury. Rail, rail riders, right? Yeah, it's a yes. yeah, the baseball team. All yeah, we went all the time, so yeah. that was actually really fun. Yeah, Richmond has a minor league team too. It's a cool part of the community. So, Richmond, you, oh yeah, the squirrels. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you do you like it? Did you like it overall in Scranton? No. Okay. No. Yeah, you which left. is why I mean, obviously, yeah. Which is why I left. But it's important because that I left because that's when I met Julie. So yeah. now we get to how we all know each yes. other. Yes. So <laughs> in the interim between you leaving Scranton and your job after, you get a temp job. Yeah, I didn't have a job. But yeah. I needed money. Right. A classic conundrum in the underemployed <laughs> history. Until luxury gay space communism commences. It, it's, it's, <laughs> sure. Oh we'll go with that. But it's, it, especially early on in underemployed, our whole story was, hey, we would like more jobs because we need more money. Um, and in fact, unemployment's still always a, a background story of underemployed. But you get a temp job at a certain, we won't say the place, but there you meet Julie Sawitzki. And, Julie, what was your first impression of Jessica? Um, that she was very bubbly. Oh my god. A little intimidating. Um, our our colleague had said that we just hired someone for the front desk who also went to JMU or GMU. He said he told me JMU. <laughs> yeah. So he told like he he heard that we both went to the same college. Something MU in Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> With a just sound. It kinda, and then, yeah. like I'm like, oh god, I gotta tell her that it's actually GMU, not JMU. Yeah. The opposite <laughs> like, of an experience as JMU, where like everyone's partying and it's a whole college experience, and GMU is just we've talked before, it's just like very commuter. Just we just yeah. went to go. But has one of the large has the largest oh. on campus residency of any school in the state of Virginia. It's a big George old school. Mason George Mason It's a huge it. school. Yeah, yeah, just the amount of student body that's It's there not is. the largest school by total enrollment in the state, though. Right. Uh, what, uh, it's Liberty. Like, I was going to say, yeah, GMU is like Liberty, Liberty University. Is Yes, it's because of all the it's because of all the extemporaneous programs like flight school and online programming that allows yeah. Liberty to have. A GMU is either second or third. It might be third behind like ODU or something. Yeah, it's it's so it's, it's around there. It's up there. So you meet yeah. you meet Jessica. Jessica's bubbly, and you two. Jessica, what was your first impression of Julie? I just remember it being very awkward because this coworker had told me she went to JMU, and yeah. I remember going straight in like, "Oh yeah, so what did you major in? And yeah. Where'd you live? Yeah. Yeah. Did you live East or West Campus?" Yeah. <laughs> to figure out that we weren't we were talking about the same, about the same thing at all. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it was when you said you went to, like, SMAT. Like, yes, I, yeah. Okay, my, my good friend Sierra went to SMAT, and that was at JMU, not at GMU. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah, so I had to come in one day, and I'm like, I gotta tell Jessica it's GMU, <laughs> not JMU. But you, but you guys hit it off. Yeah. We did, yeah. yeah. And then that's where you come in, too. So, I, she was in the news. She was between jobs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Jack wants to well, start in the news. Yeah, this was, July, I think, July of 2019, and I was trying to get in. I had kind of made a demo reel and stuff, but I was still shopping around trying to get in. And Julie had said like, hey, I want you to come over to a certain other coworker's place that we had for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, 
we, uh, she said, hey, I want you to meet my friend Jessica. She's a temp worker, but she's also in news. I think you guys would hit it off. And honestly, like, I remember that first, I don't remember a lot about that first night, but I remember meeting you and being like, oh, this is, this is really cool. It's a whirlwind. Jack was shit-faced. Yeah, exactly. You know me. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching your demo reel thinking he's so talented. Aww. Which is crazy because I can't watch. I mean, we all are our own worst critics. Stop. Yeah, no, yeah. and you told me that. Yeah. And I was like, I don't believe you. Like, yes. <laughs> Serious fun fact, his demo reel, for someone that just was like, yeah, I'll try it, yeah. was probably ten times better than my demo reel as someone that studied journalism in college and, like, had this internship. And no, oh, I man. will not. I, I don't think, I, I think either of us would rather jump off the, the frame-by-frame frame assessment. Oh, I'm, yeah. God. I'm up for it. Doing the uh, Zapruder yeah. film with our demo reels does not sound appetizing right now. Zapruder? No, no, no. Kubrick. Oh, God, please don't. Um, but I, so I did the demo reel and then you know, showed it to you, and then you really liked it, and that did give me a boost of confidence, because like, well, she clearly has her shit together. She seems like a professional lady, so I was impressed by that. And I remember, too, just like, after that, we really hit it off, and we stayed friends. Like, you always made an effort to check in on me and see how I was doing, and you really made sure that I was doing all right. And then it wasn't too long after that that I got the Parkersburg job as a mm -hmm. producer, where I realized I'd rather be behind the camera, um, for the most part. And then you got the job in Orlando not too long after that. Yeah, and honestly, half of the time I was in Orlando, I had like normal hours, but my last year, yes, I was working mornings, so Jack was like the only person I could talk to. <laughs> so it'd be like 2.30 in the morning, and I'd be done with my show, and I'd just be like chatting her and be like, yeah. Messaging back and forth. <laughs> well, because there was someone who was on maternity leave, right? So you had to fill yes. in for them in the mornings. But she never, they like, when she came back, they just kind of gave me her job okay <laughs> poorly so you 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 it was a it was you you served her throne basically i wouldn't say that hard uh, hostile takeover we would say i would say hostile takeover i, mean, I would agree with david hostile yeah, takeover hostile takeover happen if it's like an unwilling participant that's exactly that's why it's a hostile the, takeover okay because I, I wasn't thrilled the business about being taken so, over is not really so willing. you went behind her back and and hostile takeover her job i respect the hustle it's um, knife in the back steps yeah, steps. yeah absolutely yeah that's what it felt like. She's honestly like an awesome lady. Uh, mm -hmm. And I say lady, but I think she's just a couple years older than us. Uh, awesome woman. Yeah. I felt really bad about it. Uh, and I didn't really want the position. <laughs> um, but it was, Mornings are tough. It's tough. It was, and honestly, I loved it in retrospect because it was like, there's always something going on at like 4 a.m. in Orlando. Like yeah. car crashes, shootings, COVID related well, Stuff. And people have to understand too, for a market that big, you are a lot of times called out for stories that are very far away. Yes. I now get a better sense of that being in Richmond. We yes. had a news a shooting in Newport News yesterday, where that's an hour away. Reporters went. We sent people to Charlottesville for that shooting. Um, but you would tell me sometimes, like, oh, there's a shooting 70 miles away, and I have to go drive to it, which in Parkersburg was not conceivable. It's like if it's longer than 15 <laughs> miles, we're not going, like, because we have such limited resources. Yeah. So in Orlando, one of the cities that you cover is Daytona Beach, mm -hmm. and I was always there. There's just constant bike week, beach week, bike NASCAR week. race. Oh my gosh! I remember one of the last. Like, one of my last big stories there, there was a shooting where a cop was shot by some lunatic, like, literal lunatic person. Florida man! Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. And they called me at, like, 11.30, and it was one of those nights where I didn't get into bed till, like, 9, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. But I literally was up, like, for, like, 48 hours. It was crazy. To David's point, do you have any stereotypical Florida man stories that like come to your mind in your time. What, yeah, what is your favorite Florida man yeah, story? That's a, uh, what's a, or like even some of your favorite stories no. there that are on the weirder side. Stories. Okay, so shortly after I got there, a man climbed up one of the television stations. <laughs> and tenants? Yeah. Yeah, like he was all the way up there. Spider-Man. Yeah. And all these, like it's on someone else's property, on another station's property, but all the other stations came and covered it and it was just nuts taking <laughs> these live views of this man chilling on the tower. Like I was like, oh my it can't I, be safe up there, right? No, like, those things are like the one for our station in Scott's Edition is like a thousand plus feet tall. It's huge. Yeah, you can see it like, from you can see it from a good ways off. Yeah, it's like the North Star of Scott's Edition in Richmond. It's huge. I feel like it's probably really narrow though, too. Once you also, get yeah. up there, so mm -hmm. um, yes. Uh, I, so yeah, that was probably one of the crazier ones. But there are a lot of shootings and yeah, unfortunate things. Yeah, and then theme park stuff because it's Orlando. I, I went to. As you know, <laughs> so I was I, I was like 
28 years old the first time I went to Disney. And then I went every weekend for like a year. <laughs> Until COVID. Oh, when, you yeah. to, when you had the pass, yeah, it makes it was sense. Like, yeah. Literally, the pass was $500 for like the year. Yeah, and don't you get a discount living in Orlando? Yes. So yeah, <laughs> that's why you can get the season yeah. pass. But you know, if you go as a normal person, it's yeah. like $150. Yeah. yeah. And you had the National Park Pass, so I mean, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. So. If you go, if, that's, that's the thing. Tricky. At $500, you're looking at a little more than 10 bucks a week. Correct. I had a friend that was, like, obsessed, and she would want to go all the time. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It became, I will say, it became a running joke between Julie and myself <laughs> of, like, yeah. we said, did you know Jessica's going to Disney? Because it was every week, but we did it out of love. Yes, it was in Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> parking garage to like the front gates was like 30 minutes would you not know I was so, I mean, uh, if I lived there, yeah, I see, I will, I would say I would, except King's Dominion's 20 minutes away from me, and I still have not been. So, it's different though. Yeah, Disney's yeah, like, Disney's I guess Disney's a whole the, the weather is better. You think True. about how much people spend to go to Disney, like, there's so many more rides. True, like, have you been to Disney? I went to Disneyland a lot as a kid in California when we went. I have not been to Disney World. I don't think Disneyland's as good as Disney. World, I, I've right? heard Disney World's better. Yeah, so. Disney World is like the Mecca. Yeah, yeah. um. You also, I remember this story made me laugh because you covered, R- Billie Eilish started her tour <laughs> right before, I mean literally the oh, week COVID hit and oh, shut everything down and you covered a live shot of her first concert. I remember you telling me, I don't know who Billie Eilish I, is. I still kind of don't know and don't understand. <laughs> but this was when like she had become the biggest, one of the biggest singers in the world. She had just won like 10 Grammys. So I happened fast. I remember on the show, you guys being like, her music is so quiet. When you look at her, it's like crazy to look at her and then listen to her music because it doesn't match the person. Yeah. That's why I think I've probably heard that one song, that really popular one, Bad a guy. zillion times, but yeah. didn't know who she didn't didn't know right. it was her. But then you were assigned, hey, go cover this major artist coming to Orlando, and you were yeah. like, oh, I don't know who the hell this is, it but I got to make this work. Like the biggest concert of the year at that time, like two days before everything shut down. Yeah. I remember. Girl- do you do you feel like you're responsible for the world shutting down? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I firmly blame Rudy Gobert. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's that. He's the, the NBA player who the, 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 the the tested positive, and that's what showed, yeah. yeah. He was the patient zero for the NBA. Yes, yes, that guy too. Yes. Oh, a bad look. But um, actually, since you don't know who Billie Eilish is, <laughs> what does a reporter preparation for a Billie Eilish concert look like? Do you listen to her music? Do you just look her up on Wikipedia? What do you do? Do you watch her episodes of Hot Ones? Yes. Did you do that? I don't think I did any of that. I just went out there, saw a bunch of people in green, asked them if they were worried about COVID. <laughs> and they were like, no, she'll keep us safe. I remember one girl telling me that. I was like, okay. Billy, they said Billy will keep us safe yeah, from COVID? Yeah, she'll make sure the show's safe. Well, Billy failed at her role then. Because <laughs> the world shut down two days later. So nice job, Billy Eilish. Yeah, mm-hmm. Again, know, not so Billy's funny. fault. It's Rudy's. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. So but Billy could have prevented it better is what we're learning. Yeah, okay, no. so what do you do on stories like that where you, and I, I'm always curious about this with reporters. What do you do on stories like that where you have no knowledge of like or very limited knowledge of a subject whether it's entertainment or just real life like what do you do well that's every day so you true fake to, it till you make it yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a lot of it in the business you can attest to that that's true um you just have to study up really quick julie's going to the bathroom and yes. trying to do it discreetly and i will fuse i refuse to let her do it quietly <laughs> throw her under the bus i just refuse to let her do it quietly you have to study up so uh constant stuff especially the way that i've moved around it's almost mm-hmm. like you get there and you have to learn this entire community and its history right it's tough there. Yeah. yeah so um so that I being mean, said how do you feel about burger cookies burger cookies Ooh, it's a baltimore thing is it Ooh. well we're burger jumping cookies? the gun but burger cookies yes i've never heard of this or i mean pit beef i know what pit beef is that is good okay that is very good and again we're jumping ahead to the baltimore thing but old bay do you put it on everything yet no okay tony's shash oh tony sash race yeah yeah okay also other baltimore question and this is very important do you have pants in the design of the Maryland flag. Here. I do not. I wow, do. you're and you're I do not. I and you've been there a, you've been there well over a year. They do have the coolest flag, I'm not gonna lie. I, it's I no, Virginia. No. Virginia has, a, has the, Virginia has a titty. Yeah. I'm just gonna say it. Virginia has a titty on their flag. That's killing, so cool. killing tyrants with your titties out. <laughs> killing tyrants with titties. Come on. Also, California's got a bear. No, True. But like, as far as like putting I, it on everything. Yeah, I, think I, I don't. I think they wins. overdo it. But I yeah. like the flag design itself. I do it's have cool. like a, my headband that I wore for yes. my half marathon. Yes. That might be about all. I Humble brag. She did a half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> no, well earned, actually. Uh, 
Those it's a feet. It is. It is a genuine feat. It felt I, I, like it. There's a lot yeah. of hills in Baltimore. Well, uh, well again, well, uh, so again, jumping ahead, what does the training into a half like? What made you want to do it? Oh, uh, I wanted sadism. To be healthier. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> I wanted to be healthier. Yeah. Um, so you really? So you don't have person in that pool? Well, because, okay, so when I got so okay in Orlando, I spent the entire pandemic pretty much uh, before the vaccines came out. Mm-hmm. In Orlando, which is a part of Florida, which <laughs> didn't care about COVID restrictions. Nah, none of that liberal nonsense. Yeah. So I was able to go to the gym without wearing a mask. And when I got to Baltimore, everything was masked down. And it yeah. was really difficult for me to work out in a mask. So I, I can test that running that outside. Ah, okay. Yeah, so that's that how it started. And then you just said, okay, I want to keep pushing myself and keep yeah, doing this. Yeah, because I was like, oh, this is cool. I could listen to your podcast. Wow. Hey, we have to tell the story about the... Oh, so many stories now. Well, okay, I go ahead. Yeah, no. I, I've been dominating. Jump into it. News. I yeah. Well, we should we should clarify too that the, we have two of the biggest underemployed fans right now on the show. <laughs> Julie has listened to most episodes. Sure, you're allowed to talk. It's a podcast. <laughs> in fact, it's encouraged. It's encouraged. I've listened to a number. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you listen to pretty much every episode. I've well, listened to them all. You. Oh, no, wait. I told you to start with episode six, which is what I tell everybody. More so, just don't listen. Six. It was the first one where I was like, "This is a good show." The first one, particular. The first episode sucks. The next four are okay. We're getting our sea legs. Yeah. When did you have your first guest? Episode 10 with uh, Quinn and Miriam, which... I do remember that. We love them. I listened to that as well. Um, and then, in order, we had we had PJ and Colin after that, because we needed some bros after having that feminine energy. Bros! Then Julie, then Jake, then Wellen, then... I think it was a while, then Brittany, then Gozier for the uh, bracket. Mm-hmm. Then... Nick. No, actually, we had uh, Miriam and um, Quinn yeah. back. Nah. Then Peanut, then Nick. Now you two. I forgot to mention the first time that Nick was on the show, but uh, that buffoon doesn't deserve any extra recognition, so whatevs. Did you tell David how I started? Because I binge listened to the whole thing. Yeah, she like, bi- like, like, it was, like it was fucking uh, The Office. She binged our podcast. I did, and it was like on my Spotify wrapped, like, you're number we, one. Yeah. We were so <laughs> flattered and confused. Like, you're a very professional woman who I respect. <laughs> And you're listening to our nonsense. I was very surprised by it. I can't remember how long it took me, but I did listen to like every episode in a short amount of time. Yeah. And you would be talking to me about like, oh, I really like this one. Oh, I didn't, you know. Yeah. It's surprisingly not that bad. It's, it's like not. your friend starts a podcast. You're like, okay, I'm obligated to listen. Yeah. Like, Look, a group. It's entertaining. entertaining yeah. To to. yeah. A group of white men in a room is called a podcast. <laughs> podcast. That is, it's, it's like a it group of crows called, called a murder. Podcast. A group yes. of white men with, in a room is a podcast. <laughs> but so we appreciated that because you would have like just, it was a genuine like, wow, you guys are really good at this. But do you remember how that came about? I don't. Please tell the story. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I said, oh, David sounds like a cool guy. I want to meet him. And you were like, well, just listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's what he said. You don't remember that? <laughs> I vaguely recall that now. He was like dead serious, like deadpan. He was like not joking. I, first of all, I was definitely... He told me I couldn't meet you, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely joking. <laughs> There's my best lifelong friend. I was, I was like, yeah, you should... I was hey, like, here's the thing. Would you really want to meet me? Yeah. Well, now you've met him. First of all, I'm enjoying I, I want to say experience. on the air, you people can't see it. This is a great sweater. This Thank you. This is a Christmas yeah. present for my folks. It looks it so really stylish. fits you well. Uh, you and I are basically wearing the same jacket, a green. I'm, I'm not wearing it right now. It's a sweater hoodie. I'm wearing my shirt. Yeah. It's very nice. I, I love a sweater. A sweater hoodie is a great combo. I love one. So, yeah, no, you did mention that. I completely forgot yeah, about that. No. But I also, David, I will say for the record, I clearly didn't mean it. Like I wanted, like I wanted you on the show for a long time. It was just the logistics of you're now in Baltimore, Julie's in Nova. I did want you both on the show because you both know each other. I thought it was a good story. We're now in Central Virginia. It just makes it tougher, but we wanted to make this work. So you're in Central Virginia. I'm on the bleeding edge. The, 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 of both Central combo of Central and Virginia. North. Fredericksburg is basically like Nova now, isn't it? it, it I feel like DC stations come down to cover it. Sure, but also yeah. Richmond stations come up to come. Yes, it's we, we Yes, yeah, exactly. it's it's the bleeding edge of both. Yeah. I would argue that I mean I've, I think I've said this before mm-hmm. that I think Fredericksburg is is the the southernmost edge at which you could consider it Northern Virginia, yeah. but the folks who live in Fredericksburg would not consider it Northern Virginia. Yeah. What's the area code? Five four. Oh, is it? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's down in Richmond's eight hundred four. Eight hundred four. Okay. Um, yep. You know, five starts in Prince William County and goes about to really? Caroline. Yeah. I thought everyone was 703571 all the way down there. Well, I know, because I asked you before, like, what stations do you guys get? And you said 
We get the DC stations. DC stations, yeah. Right, so that's yeah. why I always... And I imagine, too, because just a bigger market, that still makes sense. Okay. So, um, I think so, a lot of it also has to do with so many of those stations broadcast to Quantico and we're a hop, skip, and a jump from Yeah, right. Well, and so your time's up in Orlando, and I know just talking to you that you were also looking to get out of that job for various reasons, and... Well, so with that job, it was primarily because of the pandemic. Because, you know, all of us love our families. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't really go home. My mom was like, you're in Florida. I don't want you to come here. Yeah. Because my mom is a cancer survivor and mm-hmm. my 88-year-old grandmother lives with her. So I just couldn't handle it. Nobody would come visit me. I couldn't visit anybody. Yeah. It just didn't seem worth it. The only person point. you could talk to was me. I mean, yeah. that's a little, it's a burdensome at that I'll point. Yeah. That. yeah, exactly. No, literally, so, I would go like days and only really talk to Jack. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, if that's the only person you're talking to, boy. Yeah. Yeah. When you work those hours, you go to bed pretty much as everyone's getting off work. Right. Yeah. That's why when people ask with my schedule why I sleep after work, it's because I want, I would otherwise have to go to bed at like two in the afternoon. Like I need a social life. Otherwise I'd go fucking crazy. I already went pretty crazy like doing this job. Like I need some type of respite to just relax a little. Um, so you leave Orlando, so I know you really start looking in at jobs closer to home, and then you end up getting a job in Baltimore. Yeah, after another bout of a temp job. Like, don't forget Oh, that. I forgot. Yeah, what was I, was, I was underemployed another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah there it is, there it is. I, I completely <laughs> forgot about that, actually. Yeah, I had a t- it took me like six weeks to find a job. I came here and like decided, like I remember like throwing all of my stuff out and just being like, I will get a job here. Uh, which was like ridiculous. But you did it. I did it, and I worked at a uh, like another office building. Did you, you actually had to do work at this? I one? did actually. Have to do work. <laughs> when I worked at the my my main my main job when I met Julie at that temp job was to get the mail, which I wasn't even good at. So because I'd always walk away from the desk when the mail was delivered. Always come during lunchtime. Yeah, and I was out. And but this job, I actually had to do stuff because there was an office building, and I had to fill the coffee and clean things and sort the mail. It was like a lot of work. Yeah. For me. <laughs> but then, and after the temp job, you finally get an offer from the Baltimore station. Yeah, and things have I, things have been really going well there. That's awesome, yeah. The city's awesome. The people are really nice. Baltimore has a bad reputation, but it's actually a really cool city yeah. if you take the time to get to know it. I especially feel like the last few years, it feels like people have accepted that it's there's a lot of charm. I mean, they call it Charm City, but there's a lot of charm to it and that there's a lot of good spots. I mean, I have a mayor who's as much of a character as Jim Justice. I Oh, man. He's... Mayor Scott, you, you think he's a character? I think he, I, I think he, I think he's a character in a, in a good way. In a good way, yeah. yeah. He's young and he's, yes. uh, he really cares about the city. Yes. And from what I understand, he's like the first in a really long time that's Baltimore born and raised. Mm-hmm. Because you know the last like three mayors all went down with like these huge corruption scams. Mm-hmm. Or at least definitely the last one. You need to cut it! We're back. I think we're probably going to cut all that from the show. But uh, <laughs> it was a fun discussion on some of the fun little backstory that we we had in our time in news. But yeah, so Balt, I've, I've watched you when you've anchored. Uh, you are much better anchored than you give yourself credit for. Uh, I just, I think I've been reporting too long. That's true. I probably should have introduced more anchoring earlier so I could feel yeah. more comfortable doing it. Yes. But anchoring's fun if you, not that I anchored, but I was on air for a little bit, but if you can be yourself on camera, which is hard to do, as we said, in anything but a morning show, if you can be yourself, and it's really fun. Um, but you also, I've known you for a lot, while to know that you like the hustle and bustle of reporting. Yeah, and I'm like a, I like the, the crime and grime, hard news, like the yeah. A-block lead story mm. type of gap. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> well, you lot. don't want to cover water skiing squirrels? No. Oh, that's no. that's, that's, that's hard hitting important if, journalism. If I could, my entire our entire two and a half newscast would be nothing but water skiing squirrels no, and those type of stories. Uh, skateboarding dogs. Skateboarding dogs would also lead the block. Yes. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> That squirrel can water ski. I uh, I like. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I guess. Cats playing fetch. I do something happy. I always cringe because I'm like, oh. You and I are such polar opposites in that regard. Because I just don't think it comes off as natural. I forgot until so on Facebook memories had posted when in Parkersburg we did like I put together like a best of our kicker segment. Kickers <laughs> are like light trending stories. And um, not Richmond kickers, the USL soccer team. Yes, thank you, thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> and, um, 
And uh, one of the stories I forgot was that they had found some Shakespeare literature. And what I writ wrote and Brittany read was... It's considered amongst the most important collections of literature in the English language, even more than the Clifford the Big Red Dog series. And I was so proud of that. I was like, I forgot I wrote that. That was on live television and we wrote that. That's my style. So it's funny that, I mean, you and I are very close friends, but also we have such different... I told you I'm not funny. Well, You're funny. And creative you, in that you're, way. you're right on both accounts, but it's also like... See what I, you've done? Yeah. He's going gonna to have a hard time walking through doors now. Oh, when I drive him back to Fredericksburg, he's just going to be like, gonna be hear that? leaning sideways. Award-nominated, award I assume, Jessica Albert is oh, thinks I'm funny. No. You haven't been nominated for anything? I've won one AP award long ago, my uh, first job. Two AP winners in the same room? Wow. Yeah, just... Does that mean anything to either one of you? I, yes, it does to me. My mom was a reporter for. Wait, your mom was a reporter. Yeah, she, she wanted, was. She wanted my a mom. Yeah, she wanted a polk. What? Yeah, my mom's. My mom's a. The, she was a big deal. She was a big deal print journalist. Yeah. Thought, in the early nineties. I thought y'all's parents were lobbyists. Were lobbyists? So his parents, his parents were lobbyists, and I that's how they knew that. my dad. Okay. Because the Senate aid. Yes, my dad. Okay. My dad was a legislative okay. aide for the. Look Senate at you doing the lore of underemployed. I love this. I told you, I'm a super fan. Super fan. Super fan. I got my shirt on and everything. Yeah, yeah they uh, didn't. So they were both lobbying my dad for different causes. I think your dad for Puerto Rico. Yeah, if I mean, it, it, your yeah. mom for private colleges. Yes, which she still works into this yeah. day. So, uh, and my dad was talking about the medical things that I was going through at the time. Uh, and mm -hmm. so they went back and were talking about it at home, not realizing that they were talking about the same person. Right. And yeah. then they finally put things together. And soon after I was born, and then yeah. Yeah. you know, I mean, like I think before then you probably you they, you also like hung out with my sister. A little yeah. Bit. Who, I also went to I also went to preschool who, with, with Ellen because my sister's really? a month a month younger than she and he is. So. Yep. Okay, because I remember he's older. Yes. Than you. Yeah. Yes. I'm actually the youngest person in this room right now. I know. he loves yeah. Yes. Hey, again, I work. <laughs> he's with still. I work rude. I work with a bunch of women in their early to mid twenties. Give me this because I'm reminded of how old I am and how close I am to the grave on a day to day basis. Well, I need this. Jack. We are all a moments from death store stuff. That's true. We could, yeah. You know, out of all of us, yeah. I feel like he's because you don't drink. You're like right. the healthiest. I'm going to live to be 106, but then be really depressed when all my friends die before I. And it's just like, well. Yeah, I guess that would be depressing to look back. And be but like, also, I'll be like, well, I won this. I won the long game. Not all your friends at work that are 20, they'll be there. No, I'm going to outlive them too. <laughs> Out of I, pure spite. spite. Spite will drive me a long way to live. Jack and the cockroaches when the world ends. <laughs> and you said you're not funny. That was I'm not funny. I mean, that was good. That, that was, was really good. Singer. That was really that was good. A singer. Well, so, I, I mean, I've been dominating this conversation. I want David and Julie, like, do you have any questions for about news or reporting or anything that you guys, like, want to ask us? Or? Has the pay gotten better? <laughs> the pay from Parkersburg to Richmond, and I will say Richmond... Not to comment on my station specifically, just what news is. It's not it's not money where you go, oh my god, it's a lot of money. But compared to Parkersburg, where I was eligible for food stamps, it's better. It's about it, it's you know, it's better. Um, it is not what Julie is making as a private no. accountant, which I salute you for how much money you make. Trust me, that is not a spite thing. That is, I'm genuinely yeah. happy with how much money I you make. I think that was my biggest thing because I never knew much about the news industry because I was just surprised like how hard you guys work and the hours you do and how little you make. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. That's how they like weed you out. You know, you have to go through that to get the to ringer, yeah, Oprah to, or to get David Muir or yeah. Katie Kirk. Yeah. yeah. Katie Kirk, Arlington native. Mm -hmm. Is she really? Mm -hmm. She is. Um, no, it's, it's tough. Um, the pay's better, but also, like, it's it's still, there's not a lot of money in it, or at least, I mean, there's a lot of people that need to get paid, specifically, like. And this is where, hearing the two of you, hearing two of you talk about it, makes me, puts the comparison to me of how similar news is to the restaurant industry. Right. Which is yes. what a lot of my work yes. experience is. Jack would be back of house, you would be front of house. <laughs> That sounded like a joke. I don't know. No, that's that's. It's, it's a comment on uh, producer, yeah, producer, <laughs> producer, camera talent. Also, like yeah. you're the pretty face we put in front of people. I yeah. would, uh, you know, like put him in the kitchen and just get him away from human beings. Yeah. Yes. Why? Yeah. Why don't they just pay like a regular hourly wage at restaurants? Why do they have? That's a whole can of worms, like, bud. Why can't? Do you really want to know? Because they make the food more expensive. Racism. 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 Is it? Really? The tipping wage comes from. Uh, Specifically, the Pullman Porters uh, and the train systems not wanting to pay specifically black men an actual wage, 
And so paying them a tipped wage, which covered all the taxes and encouraging folks to tip them. And now it's morphed into, yes, it would make every, like they just don't, they can get away it with nothing. It wouldn't make things that much more expensive. Well, what if someone's learning? You know, like if so, I've never- yeah. So for a lot of training sessions, uh, you will get paid minimum wage. Which in Virginia now is twelve dollars an hour. That's true. It just it just increased on the first. So yeah, mm-hmm. increased it to twelve dollars an hour. Yep. But still, no, I agree. I can't live on that, especially if you well, drive around here. Well, I will say I. It's, it's, you can. I know people. I know bartenders in D.C. who make, who, who make you know seventy five eighty thousand dollars a year. Because yeah. I was I was making I was making about if not more than I'm making now, working as a bartender in Fredericksburg. Yeah. So does it even out? The back of house doesn't make nearly that much money. Which is crazy to me. Yeah, because they're the they're, I mean they're the ones they're the ones who's not not to say that they're they're the ones doing the hard job because you know I when I was bartending I was often working service well so I was responsible for making all the drinks for the rest of the restaurant as well as doing a little bit of tending the, the bar in front of me but I mean it's nothing compared to standing over a hot grill for seven hours at a time right yeah where right. you've got you know uh the more than 100 orders coming through in in a, in a service shift so it's not particularly equitable um and there's 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 so many different ways that you could deal with it none of them is it's not a one-size-fits-all solution and the national restaurant association national restaurant association the other nra uh has <laughs> done some really effective lobbying on fighting minimum wage increases specifically for front of house folks. And it's one of these things where I am of the mind that front of house employees in particular should at least be guaranteed a base salary yeah. or you know, a base rate of pay. If you're going to make more than that through your tipped wage, perfect, fine, cool, keep it, you know, keep it pushing. But like there are a lot of folks who will work daytime shifts who walk out of there with enough money to pay for gas to get home. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like, we can all kind of band together in a way of like, Except for the fucking CPA amongst us. The, oh, sorry. Wow. Yeah, I know. Oh, comfortably living over here. Look at this rich-ass apartment we're in. All these plants. All this plant, this, look at the plant. Look at the plants that all this accounting money got her. Yeah, she has like 14 plants in here. They're lovely, too. Yeah. I know. All these, these pots I'm thinking about, that pot probably was... There's a mirror here that, that the plant stands. There's like a ten thousand dollar mirror behind us. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. She doesn't know the struggle and the grind, other than the fact that she works a really hard job. Yeah, it's just you know. Well, I mean, and, there, and there's an entire code of ethics that she has to follow. Yeah, all that. But other than that, she has it easy, and I'm tired of it. She had to take the, maybe the hardest professional exam that yeah. exists in the country. Yeah, but other than that, I'm just. T- I'm not a CPA. We actually talked about this on her no, episode. Damn it. Asked if she was working on her CPA, she said no. And I was like, I was like <laughs> wondering if you were that. Yeah. Although you said you were considering doing it, and that was four years ago. So reasonable, David. Yeah. Well, I mean, Julie. Also, I mean, I've been talking to Jessica this time. But how have you been the last four years? Anything crazy in your life happened? When I mean, COVID happened, I guess that was the thing. The Nats won the World Series. Yeah, but that happened to everybody. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the Nats won the World Series. That yeah, was, that was pretty big. That was exciting. Um, the World Series coasters. Yeah, I love them. You are you were still though in the same apartment. Yes. In April of tw- 2019, you were here, I believe. I was. Yeah. 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 Same job too. So. Not really. <laughs> true. There was a. Switch in takeovers and everything. I guess. Well, actually, okay. I wanted to ask you this. So, Jessica and I worked jobs where we couldn't really. I mean, you worked from home more than I did, Jessica. Mm-hmm. But we news kept rolling. Mm-hmm. What has it been like for you now that you mostly work from home, and that's a big shift from pre-COVID? Like, what has that been like? It's been nice. I. It's weird. It's like I get sick of it sometimes when I'm like I miss the social the social interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I can't imagine going back to an office now. Well, it's funny. If you hadn't, like, we, Jessica and I never would have met. Yeah, yeah that's true. No, I would, a lot of my friends I met through work, so it's, yeah. I haven't made many new friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a depressing note to leave you on, but I guess we'll leave you on that. I mean, as you get older, making friends, it's Also harder. true, yeah. Like, well, even you said, like, you made more friends once you started dating Bethany, and that kind of introduced you to more friends. Yeah. You know. But that was also, part of that was my own very not 
good behavior. That's true. <laughs> you you had to you had to learn to be better, and that's okay. Yeah, I, like, had, to, it, I had to learn how to not be an asshole at yeah. every possible moment. Yeah, trained dog. It's okay. You know, you got better. You stopped peeing on the carpet so much. I'm gonna piss all over your floorboards. <laughs> oh, there's. I'm not scared of that. Um, I spilled water on it last night. I'm not afraid of it. So uh, I spilled water all over my passenger seat. I think I short circuited the uh, passenger sensor. <laughs> <laughs> So my the, the passenger seatbelt light is now going off and dinging as well. That's fun. Uh, oh my well, another stupid expense for my shitbox car. Yeah, which also has happened in the history of the show. You got the Jetta. You talked about it on the show. We were very happy about it. And now, the Kia Soul, though, I want to say, still rolling along, still strong. Wow. I heard, a, I heard a sigh from one of the guests. I won't say who. The Kia Soul. Thank God you don't live in Minneapolis. It's just, Why? Have you not heard about Minneapolis, Milwaukee? It's a it's a huge thing that people will steal Kias oh, and Hyundais yeah. because there's apparently a yes. very easy way to hotwire them. Yes, yes I did see that yes. story actually. Yes, yes, I did see that. And yeah. you have the most like obnoxious color. It's pretty out there. Okay, there's a lot of hate as Julie just said about the Kia. Soul. <laughs> I'm not hating. I want to say right. out of the base colors, the Kia Soul came in in 2016. That was probably one of the least terrible. Yeah, there was there was a pretty bad batch. Because there's like an orange color. Too. Yeah, it was like a yeah. it was like a beige almost brown. It, the brown looked terrible. The white, I don't like a white car and it didn't look good on the Kia Soul I thought at the time. Black car was going to melt in the sun. Um, the silver wasn't great. The metallic gray, or no, actually the metallic gray didn't look great. The silver I probably should have gone with. That was what the, my last Kia Soul was and, and it was so I probably should have gone with that. But the green looked, after all that, it's like, all right, in the blind, in the land of the blind, the one I man is king. And was I going to not get a Kia Soul? They're the coolest car in the, in the country. So, of course I'm going to get it. Technically, that's, that's a take that they're yeah. the coolest car in the country. Yeah, I mean, I would argue that. I guess that was before Teslas were really a thing, right? <laughs> you are mean. You are mean. I've driven you Tesla's home. Tesla's existed Kia Soul. before Elon was involved. I've yeah. driven you home in that Kia Soul. Yeah. Like that, that, that car has been like a a, sanctu- a sanctuary for like a night out in the town when you when you're too funk to drunction. And yet here I am just getting you know, shat on. No one likes the I know. Yeah. I know. It's a fine car. Yeah, it gets it's fine. It, and you have to remember from the inside, I can't see that it looks like a lunchbox from the outside. I don't yeah, think about that is, when I'm driving. I think it's the color mostly for me. Yes. The color is very... Uh, oh, the color's not great. Yeah. But you can see it from space, like the Great Wall of China. I saw you when you drove by. I was, Jessica just got here. I was like, Jack's going to be here because I just saw a green yeah. Kia Soul. I will say Julie's apartment is not a maze, but basically a mini maze. Oh, I forget I everything. That's yes. why I made that map. And the map, the map was very helpful. The map was very helpful for yes. David and myself. But yep. yes. even then, we still had to like go to five different yeah. buildings before we found the right yeah, one. I don't <laughs> I just ordered food delivery to my place for the first time because I don't think you've been there, but like, so it's like, it's so complicated to be like, they go to the back lot, don't go to the front. Right. And then finding out what the back lot is. And so I was just like, all right, just, just meet me out front. I'll just pick it up. It's not worth it. Um, Anyway, this has been an absolute delight. Oh my goodness. I know. See, it flew by and you were so nervous. I was so nervous. Well, did you, again, did you have any, Julie, do you have any questions for Jessica? I guess not. Hey. <laughs> Much like Jack drove me here, Jack is driving the conversation. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I felt ba- I, I realized I dominated it just because I had so many news questions, but I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I did- I'm here to learn. Well, and you David, did you have any questions about what we do for a living before we wrap this up? Because I, I know Julie got to ask about news and money. <laughs> um No, I think I'm okay. Okay. I think I, I think I am okay. Well, Jessica, this was an absolute delight. I'm so glad we finally got you on the show. Thank you. You are one of my best friends, so it means a lot that we had you on the show. It has been yes. wonderful to meet you. Yeah. I'm like... I was excited for you two to meet, too. I meant that. I meant if that. David's on the top and Julie's second... Oh, my God. I forgot about this. The tier of friendships. This is another issue Jessica had with me. I'm a tertiary friend. You, you said I was... You were tier three, and I said, first of all, stop tiering friendships. <laughs> Secondly, not true. Stop uh, tiering friendships. I'm on top. I, <laughs> I can tell you why because you can't remember why my shirt has a crown and royalty on the back of it. That's why. You also thought I couldn't remember your birthday. You didn't for like the longest time. No, I did. When is it? September 17th. Okay, now we know. Yeah. Practice before that. I know your birthday. I'm good. I'm weirdly good with birthdays. We didn't didn't discuss this in the car. I was going to say. I can can tell you that. We did not discuss this. I was going to say, I'm weirdly good with birthdays. And yours is December 2nd. Two days before Jay-Z's birthday. It's easy for me to remember. Anyway. So anyway, I wanted to thank... Britney Spears. Oh, Britney Spears is December 2nd? Yeah. Well, okay. It's Britney. You're both blonde. She was at one point. She's still blonde. She is still blonde. She's still blonde. 
We freed Brittany, right? We, we did. Good. Yes, Brittany has been freed. Yes. Now she's got her own issues to deal with. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Now, she, now she can deal with her own. Now she yeah, can own her own yeah, mistakes. Have fun with that. Uh, anyway, this has been a delight. Thank you both for coming. Do you have any parting words for the people, Jessica? Any words of wisdom? Yeah, any words of wisdom? Sage yeah. advice? Something you saw on a, a fortune cookie? Just be nice to your news people. Like the media, yeah. the media is not that bad. I did air quotes. We're not yeah. the media. We're journalists and we're people. Yeah. Or at least have, or, or you know what? If you're gonna be, if you're gonna be mean, at least be funny. Right? Yeah, at least be funny. At least be funny. No, I don't want you to be funny. No, be funny. That's <laughs> Jessica Albert. Be funny if you're gonna be mean. Words of wisdom. So I'm a sweater. Yeah. That's why they call him Big Wool. I'm a very He's a heavy sweater. I'm a very sweaty boy. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. I'm gonna stab you. It's good fun. It's because I can't big believe you're here. It's so crazy. Going, well, I mean, I, I I'm going to cut you. Well, this was also a chance because I just I missed you. I hadn't seen you in a long time. No, and it was a good I'm chance to catch up. Oh. <laughs> wow. And you said you weren't funny.